Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the short thing today. It is February 10th. Warren and Ryan here. We will have our Super Bowl props today. So that's pretty much going to be the entire show. So that's what we got on the docket. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the iHeartRadio app under the podcast section. Ryan, how's it uh, How's it going out there? It's going. We're uh, just trucking away, getting ready for my baseball season to start, coaching season. So I've been staying busy, uh, doing a ton of lessons and uh, practices and things like that. So staying busy doing that, that's always fun. And uh, getting ready for uh, for the Super Bowl. Another third week, third weekend in a row, just like every year of some kind of um, – festivities for uh for jamie and i since our birthdays are back to back and then followed usually by just valentine's day but now it's also gonna be the super bowl yes that is uh third week in a row that so we've talked about this before but i went viral on the talk boy! i knew you were trying before you said on monday you were trying to trying to hit it and now you're you, you got it we got it Three hundred seventy-five thousand views we still climbing or did we hit a plateau we're we're slowing down. We're slowing down, but it it took until on Tuesday. So I posted the video like Monday morning, Monday around yeah Monday morning I think, and it took around Tuesday at like five o'clock I think for it to like take off. Like I didn't. I was playing golf Tuesday, wasn't really checking TikTok. And I was like, man, I thought this, like, there were people liking it, a couple people commenting. I was like, how is this not going off? Like, I think it's kind of funny, but whatever. I like, forgot about it. Come back like an hour and a half, two hours later, and it's got, it picked up like 10,000 views within like an hour. And then from Tuesday uh, at five o'clock till yesterday at five, it's up to like 325,000. And uh, Action Action Network actually stole it. Really? Yeah, they tweeted it out and they um, put it on their Instagram reels. Oh, all right. I was gonna. I follow Action Network. I'm surprised I didn't see it come across the timeline on. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, it was it was. They put it on last night. What time they tweeted out? 11:45 last night. That's probably why. As I woke up to it, and the thing that really, the thing that made me not disappointed, like yeah, it's funny, it's cool that they tweeted it out. But it's like a 40-second video, and they chopped it down to 25 seconds, and I think they chopped off the best part of it, like the whole the whole pass, like like the woman that I bet on, her pass. They pretty much just cut it up, like don't have me reacting to her pass or whatever, but whatever. The comments, we've done this before. If you want me to read some of the comments, Ryan, some of them are pretty funny. Um, we've... Uh, the the top comment is because I have my uh, blue light glasses on. The guy the guy with well, the top comment is he's gonna tell his kids that this is uncut gems. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of people are calling me a degenerate, which I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny. Also, a lot of people are putting the one eight hundred gambler line in there, and they're saying I should call that. Um, I'm not seeing it on the Action Network Twitter. Oh, here it is. Ah, here it is. I see it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep reading the comments. Um, and then it's uh, some of them. One of the, one of the guys that says, I thought betting Russian ping pong was bad. I'd say betting the Olympics is an upgrade against Russian ping pong. That's just me. He goes, this dude's got the, my wife is sleeping down the hall voice, which that one made me laugh. And a lot of people replied to that one. Um, a lot of people then were asking for winners, which uh, gave out a couple um, DePaul was a bad, a bad push last night. Um, 
But yeah, those are kind of the top, uh, the, the top comments there. That's uh, yeah. I just, I just watched it. That's uh, that, you know, that that's funny. Cause that probably isn't one that you were like trying to go viral for, right? Like you said, the other day you were trying to go viral that one. No, that know. was the, what, that was the one that I posted that I thought would go viral. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh no, 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 no. I thought the golf one would go viral too. This yeah. one, this one I recorded on snap and sent it to some friends is like a funny bit of like, Oh, I'm going to watch a short track race. Uh-huh. And they're like, Oh, this is all really funny, pretty funny. So I like saved it yeah. while I did. I was like, maybe I'll post that to TikTok later. And then I was like, all right, I'll post it. And maybe it gets like what 20,000 views or something like that. But who knows? TikTok's an algorithm of its own. Yeah. As we've you talked pick about up any followers. Yeah. I picked up four. like 500. There you go. So, so the big thing is this is a problem. A lot of pressure on me now because tomorrow is the thousand meters in the women's short track. So I feel like I got to put out a pick for that. The problem is, huh? Yeah, I think you're right. I have to put out a pick. The problem is I like watch the quarters or I watch the semi, the the quarter semis and then decide for the final. Mm -hmm. So I, I could see who's, who's doing well on the ice and everything like that. I can't give out a pick beforehand though, but I have to, um, so we'll see. I've been I've been doing some research. I've been doing some research this morning on women's short track. Um, they haven't run that many. They haven't. This is like the first event they've had since uh, November, which isn't really helping out. Um, the other two were canceled before the Olympics, which isn't uh, isn't helping me with my research. But I think I, I I'll say this. I'll give a pick right now. I was out of my research. I'm not betting the favorite, even though she's she's plus. Uh, where is she at? It's uh, Suzanne Schulting. She was the favorite in the 500. She got beat by my girl uh, Fontana from Italy. She's plus 110. I don't like, she might win, but I don't think there's value in her. The one that I'm looking at who won the last World Cup event when I was doing my research is uh, Choi Min Jong. She's from Korea. She's plus 450. So I think that's where I'm going to take my claim. I would like to bet uh the person that has my heart uh ariana fontana but the previous two world cups races she has not made it to final a in the thousand meters so we're not going to bet her a plus 1200 she's just got the uh the uh, short 500 meter speed huh she's in her fifth she this is her fifth olympics so she's uh she's she's up there in age a little bit not trying to be an ageist but she's getting up there a little bit um so I, I I went on I went on the TikTok to actually see the actual TikTok video, and under it, did you see the disclaimer they put on it? Yes, yes. The actions in this video are performed by professionals or supervised by professionals. Do not attempt. Yeah. So then people were like in the comments were saying, "Is that about the gambling at 7 a.m. or about the short track speed skating?" Yeah. Um, I did see that disclaimer because I didn't see it realize it at first, and then people were commenting. I was like, "What are they talking about?" I'm like, oh, the disclaimer. Um, so I think we're going to ride with, uh, Choi Min Jong. I think that's who we're going with. Um, she's plus 450. So we'll take a shot in the dark at, uh, at that. All right. To the Super Bowl we go. Oh, there's something else in the Olympics I want to touch on. What? I don't know if you, have you been watching any of it? The Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's been some, uh, some good, I look. I I I like it. People are not interested in it, but uh, this season. But I'm I'm interested in it. There's been some like 
Well, you're great. a big pro China guy. That's why. People yeah, yeah, know definitely that. big pro China guy. So. Um, but uh, there's been some like great redemption stories that you could say like Lindsay Jacob Bellis when she wins gold and Nathan Chen winning gold. But then I'll, we have another Simone Biles case on our hands, Ryan. Right I saw now. that. Uh, Michaela Schifrin just. She. I don't really know what's going on, but she can't make it past like six gates. She's skied. She's been in competitive skiing. Like she's only had 17 seconds combined in her two events and like two of her best events of competitive, of competitive time. Like she's, she's going through a Simone by she's, she's going through something. I don't know what it is, but someone at their literally like one of the best skiers ever. She's won the most world cups ever like Simone Biles was the greatest gymnast ever. We are, she's just not something's wrong with her. And it's uh, fascinating how we've seen that happen with two, two great athletes in the last two summer Olympics. And now this uh, games. No, it definitely is. And like you said, it is very reminiscent of the Simone Biles situation of, you know, not being, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't say that it's not being focused because this is what you train for. But, you know, sometimes your your mind gets the best of you, whatever it may be. Um, and uh, it's it's very, you know, like you said, it's it's too it's not it's not like it's just um, a couple, you know, it, it's it's Simone Biles, who's considered one of the, you know, the greatest Olympian ever, one of the greatest Olympians ever in U.S. history. And then Michaela Schifrin, who in her own right is I'm not going to say the Simone Biles of of skiing, but pretty pretty damn good you know she's meddled quite a few times and she's kind of the one to uh that you expect to bring home the gold for the u.s in this situation so it's just wild that you see two of the greats in their respective sports just when the going gets tough they they you know something happens you know they're I, again who knows what they're going through but they're just not able to perform when uh when they need to yeah they said that the snow it's like man-made snow so that could be different but also the thing is she skied out in her last two races she did ski out though in the slalom like two months ago in an event. She did ski out in that. And then before that, like in the giant slalom, she didn't ski out in a race for like four years. Um, so who knows what's maybe it's the snow. I'd I don't know what's going on there, but it was just it's surprising to uh surprising to watch. And I, I was watching on what was that, Tuesday night, I think. Mm-hmm. And like she was out within five seconds. Yeah. It was like you don't even have you're just like, whoa, what like you don't even have time to all right. See something going on there. And then the picture of her she's just like sitting on the hill. They just they skipped NBC skipped like seven skiers and just kept the camera on her. I saw people were criticizing NBC. I don't really think they did anything wrong there. Like they they're showing they're an American broadcast. They're going to show the top American skier and one of their stars. If something happens, like that's what they're going to do. So I didn't see a problem with it, but it's just was a shocking uh, thing going on. I'll we'll have to see. I think she's supposed to ski tonight potentially in the, in the super G. Um, so we'll have, hopefully she can finish a run, let yeah. alone like try and medal. Cause yeah, hopefully she gets a little comeback going on there. All right, let's get to the super bowl. We got, Bunch of props going on. I will say, going through my list, the props list this year for me, it's definitely not as uh, heavy a heavy a card as I've had before. I don't know about you. No, for sure. Yeah, um, not as many as usual. Um, I don't know if it's just you know they've taken some off the board or what it may be. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. There's not a whole lot on there, like the like the Super Bowl special props. You know what I mean? The fun ones. Yeah, of course, you can still have all the usual 
game props that are there um, in any other game, but the Super Bowl specific ones, a little, little lighter than usual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just not. Uh, none of them are really catching the eye, I guess. Um, but for the game, the spread is four. The total is still sitting at like 48 and a half. I think the Rams are going to win the game. I think they're the better team. They've played better in the playoffs than the Bengals have. As I've talked about, I think the Bengals have been, they have been successful. They've got obviously made it to the Super Bowl, but they've also taken advantage of teams playing poorly when they played against them. Um, so they've, they've created their own luck, but they've also taken advantage of luck from the other teams that they've, uh, that they've faced. And I just think the Rams are better. That's why I, I, I don't know about four. I think I would take the Bengals to cover, but I like the Rams to win this outright. I'd like the Rams to win it outright. And I think I'd take them to cover the four as well. If you're taking the Bengals to cover, uh, they said they might as well pick them to win. Cause usually if the dog is, is covering, they're winning. Um, so you know, if, if, if that's your pick, you know, you think the Bengals cover, you might as well just lay a little bit extra or, you know, take the little bit of extra juice and, and double up on them, uh, in my opinion. But I think the Rams cover. I think they went outright as well. But like you said, the Bengals, I mean, they're, they're a great storybook, uh, you know, or a great story right now, I guess I should say, of how they got there, um, you know, from going to an abysmal franchise. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, the whole squad, obviously, you know, just playing out of their mind. And, you know, and I say playing out of their mind, like you said, they haven't played spectacularly, but when they've needed to, they've come up big and they've been able to make some big plays, not just um, the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball. You know, we saw Sam Hubbard uh, come up with a couple really big sacks against Kansas City. They obviously hold them at the uh, at the goal line against Kansas City there at the end. Uh, come up with a big interception in overtime. So, you know, then they had the, a couple big interceptions against Tennessee. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, so they've been playing much, much better as of late. Still not to the level that I feel like the Rams have been playing. I feel like the Rams are rolling on all cylinders. And what I really think is an underrated thing, and I don't know if anybody's really been talking about this a whole lot, but I think Sean McVay losing that Super Bowl to Bill Belichick um, was a big learning curve for him or a big learning experience because when they went in against the Patriots, they were like, hey, we're just going to come in and keep doing what we've been doing all season. It's what we've been uh, successful at, so why are we going to change it? Whereas when you have two weeks to prepare for a team and uh, you know, you've seen their entire body of work all season long, the Patriots were ready for whatever the Rams threw at them, and they didn't have to do too much they to, to beat them. They just held them at bay offensively and were able to – you know, keep it close enough and, and, and squeak by them, the Patriots, that is, uh, to uh, win a, a low-scoring game. So I think that was a big uh, learning experience for Sean McVay of, hey, we can't just do what we've been doing all season. We're going to have to throw some wrinkles in it, not getting away from who we were, but we're still going to have to, you know, throw some wrinkles in and, and, and change things up a bit so we're not as predictable because that's what it was when they played the Patriots. They were a very predictable team that game. So uh, uh, that's, that's the other reason why I think the Rams are going to be the uh, victorious team here is because – Sean McVay's been there, uh, you know, Cooper Cup's been there, Aaron McDonald, uh, or excuse me, uh, Aaron Donald's been there. So they've had the Super Bowl experience. They know what to expect, whereas this Bengals team and the coaching staff is all very young and uh, haven't had a chance to experience that just yet. Yeah, but they've had, the quarterback has had experience in big games before. Like he's played in a national championship yeah, no, no, game. No, no, for he's sure. And I'm, I'm not necessarily titles. talking big game experience. Yeah. Just the Super Bowl experience of everything that goes along with it. Um, 
and and realizing that you can't just keep doing what you have been doing. And to the Bengals' credit, I don't know that they've had a consistent game plan through the throughout the playoffs. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, you have your things that are your strong suits, and you keep going to that over and over again. Uh, but I feel like depending on who their opponent's been has kind of changed what they have done. So if they're able to do that against the Rams, shoot, maybe they are able to uh, to come out uh, on top. The one thing that obviously this is this is not rocket science, but last year, like we were both on, we both thought the Chiefs were going to win against the Bucks. Like how could you? How could how could you go against Mahomes? The thing that last year happened too was Mahomes. They couldn't. He was running for his life all day, and they couldn't do anything. Yeah. So why is Burrow? We all think Burrow's going to be running for his life, and the Rams have like great cover guys. Eric Weddle's been playing great. Taylor Rapp might come back and play. Like, why would this not be another like dominant defensive performance by the Rams front four to just cause pressure with Floyd, Donald, Ashawn Robinson, Von Miller? Like, why? Why would it not be like a repeat of last year when 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 the quarterback just can't do anything because the offensive line is so bad? Yeah, that's 100%. like I I think we could just be seeing that. No, I agree. And then, you know, uh, CJ Uzama hasn't played all or excuse me, hasn't practiced all week. And he's kind of that security blanket for Joe Burrow from time to time when he is scrambling outside the pocket. So if he's not there, you know, that adds another layer of uh, if he's running for his life or getting hit. And the other thing, too, like as I, I was talking with somebody yesterday. You know, Joe Burrow got sacked, what, nine times, and they still were able to come out on top. I mean, you get hit by Aaron Donald three or four times. I mean, you might be getting up, but you're getting up slower and slower each time, I feel like. I mean, I know everyone's big, everyone's fast in the NFL, but, I mean, that dude is just something different. You know, same with Von Miller. Von Miller still got some stick to him, and he hits you, you know, square up. You're going to be feeling it. So, you know, I'm not questioning Joe Burrow's toughness by any means because we've seen that dude get beat to shreds and still get up and, and be able to, to deliver – but still, like I said, each time you're going to be getting up a little bit slower than the last, a little bit slower than the last. And it's going to, uh, you know, be a big take a big toll on on him, I think, throughout the game, if that is the case. Yeah. So that's why I like the first prop I like is the Rams over three and a half sacks. That's even money. I know four is a lot of sacks, but I think they're going to get to him four times. He, he might also just have one of those where he just like a couple where he just gives up. Maybe he's trying to scramble for a run. He can't get a first down there. But I like the over three and a half sacks. I think they're going to get four because the game, the game total for sacks has just, it was like, it's just skyrocketed right now. It's not even worth, um, it's not even worth the, uh, worth the, worth the juice to pay. Um, it was like five, it was four and a half at minus one, like 85, and they haven't moved it to five. Um, you can you can bet the exact number of sacks, but I don't I don't you get plus money there, but I'm not doing that. Yeah, I was just looking at that the exact total. You know, if you so you said you're taking the over three and a half. So I'm looking at uh, where where did you get your your props from? The Bavada. Bavada. Okay, so I'm on DraftKings right now. They have over three and a half at plus one hundred five. All right. Um, so you know you go plus one hundred plus one hundred five there. And then looking at the exact game total sacks for, excuse me, that's over for just the Rams total sacks, just so that we're, we're clear over three yes. and a half plus one Oh five. Um, and then uh, four, five and six sacks in the game. Those are all plus three fifty, And then uh, five is uh, plus 
Oh my God. My, I've just refreshed plus four fifty. I think is what it said. Uh, so, you know, you could, you could double up there if you, if you're feeling a little, a little uh, froggy. So plus five. Yeah. So four and five are plus three fifty and 300 respectively. And then six is plus three fifty, which is kind of weird that uh, four and six are the same odds. And well, it's probably six or more, right? No, no. These are like okay. I said, this is exact. Does there not anything above six? Yeah, seven or more is plus okay. two fifty. Gotcha. Okay. And I already gave out Sam Hubbard to have over half a sack. That was at plus two fifty when I got it. Now it's already down to plus one fifty. So they've dropped it a good whole dollar on you there. So hope people got on that early. So those are the two uh the two sack defensive props that I have. Like I said, I it's pretty I don't have a big card um there. Okay, why don't you go ahead and run through all of them instead of us going back. back all right, back. I'll run through all of them. I have, like, I the, like recap, I already gave out over two and a half players attempting a pass. That's now up to plus 120. So that's, uh, we've we gotten better odds there. And I said Sam Hubbard over a half a sack. Um, we'll do another one. Will there be a flea fl- flicker attempt? Yes, at plus 245. I think the Bengals have run a flea fl- flicker. And for plus 245, I think that's just something that you got to take. Yeah. Um, will the opening kickoff end in a touchback? No, at plus 120. Have you seen the numbers on this? I have not. So 18 of the last 20 years, the kickoff has not resulted in a touchback. Oh, okay. And the reason why is that, so Pat McAfee was talking about this, that the ball that they have when they kick off, like it's not broken in. They don't let you break the ball in because it goes immediately to the Hall of Fame. That ball goes straight to the Hall of Fame. So they want it looking like a legitimate, like an actual football and not like the greased up, all broken in thing. Mm-hmm. And he said kicking it is like kicking a brick. Yeah. And Harrison Bucker, who you would say probably has one of the biggest legs in the uh, NFL, right? Yeah. Last year, he didn't even get a touchback out of it. So at plus 110, um, opening kickoff starts you off with a little juice. Um, no, get, gets the excitement going in that one. Um, the first quarter, I have under nine and a half at minus 110. And then some of the game props that I have is uh, over 67 and a half receiving yards by Odell. I've all, I've been big on Odell since he joined the Rams. Like I knew he had stuff left in the tank with the Browns. I thought people were crazy. He's also my first touchdown guy at plus 750. And then, of course, for the punts, I found the punts. Over 52 and a half, Johnny Hecker. We're, we're going that on his longest punt. And uh, Kevin Huber, over 53 and a half for his longest punt. I was like, wow, those are some pretty big odds. But I have looked at Hecker uh, last week. His longest was 58 against the Bucks was 54. And against the Cardinals, he, he needed to go inside the 20 a lot. He had all five of his punts were inside the 20. So his uh, long was 45 yards. But this season, to end the regular season, three of the last four games, he had kicks over. Uh, his longest was over three or was over 52 and a half. And Huber, I didn't realize he had such a cannon, but he's. In the playoffs, he's been booting them. Um, so I like uh, I like the punting over. Don't have a touchback option. Haven't haven't found that. But if there was, I would obviously yet say yes because that's an electric one, and that's usually 
at plus money, but uh, over the yardage, I like over on both of the punts. And I think the Bengals are going to be punting a lot. I'm a little worried about the uh, about the Rams because I don't know if they're going to be punting that much, but I think the Bengals are going to be punting uh, a lot. And Huber, in the playoffs, he only the Titans game, he didn't go over 50, uh, 50 yards, but before that he's been booting them steadily over uh, over 54 all season. Is that it for you? Yeah, that's pretty much it. The, the anthem, I know that's always a popular one. I think I would lean under, like, because she sang the anthem, what, uh, last year, like, at Memorial Day at the Capitol, and it was, like, not, it was 90 seconds or something. I just, look, I just didn't see a lot of, uh, a lot of the specials out there. It's disappointing. Yeah, there's been some, uh controversy uh you know the last couple of years with the uh with the anthem so maybe that's why they're not offering it as uh as much as they were before you haven't seen it as much as as we're used to um first off for me for the game stuff uh like i said i'm taking the rams minus the four for the game i'm taking under 23 and a half for the first half uh i think like i said i've said this numerous times on this show um the first half they're usually kind of filling each other out and uh trying to see you know trying to get a good feel for the game so a lot of times there's not a whole ton of um scoring in that first half so we'll uh we'll take the uh under 23 and a half there uh for the first half um uh i, I like to do a lot of the cheesy ones coin toss outcome i'm taking tails minus one and or excuse me minus 105 um you have obviously the color of the gatorade i'm going to go with yellow at plus 350 i think that's i think the rams win i think that's what their uh gatorade color is going to be um sam hubbard confirmed earlier this week or last week uh, that's like majority of the time they have orange Gatorade. So if the Bengals win, they, you're getting plus 300 on orange. Uh, the other choice might be uh, blue for the Rams, which is plus 400, but I'm riding with yellow at plus 350. Uh, this one's one of my favorite ones to do. The jersey number of the first touchdown score uh, under 23 and a half or over 23 and a half. Sneaky, if the Rams score the first touchdown, the odds of it being under are a lot greater. Um the only one is if Tyler Higby scores because uh, he's a 89, but every one of their wide receivers is a teens or a single digit and Cam Akers is 23. So he, he meets the uh, criteria right underneath it. So I'm going to go under 23 and a half first Jersey number of first touchdown score minus 140. I know I'm laying a lot of juice. If you take the over it's plus 110. Um, but so, you know, whatever you're feeling there, but I like the under 23 and a half for touch first touchdown score Jersey number uh, again, laying a lot of juice, but again, I'm here for the fun, not here to, uh, you know, try to make a million dollars or try to restack the bake roll, trying to do a little bit of both, but mostly just have a little bit of fun while we're, uh, while we're watching the Super Bowl here. Um, I was on with you with the, uh, plus two and a half of, of, um, uh, players attempting a pass. So we're riding with that. What'd you say was that plus 150? No, plus 115. One put one fifteen. Okay. Uh, either way, I'll, I'll, I'll take that as well. Um, for as far as game props, um first drive field goal made i'm not on that i don't know if you saw any of that um the one thing i did like i was taking a look at the length of the longest drive under 82 and a half or over 82 and a half i think i'm gonna ride with over 82 and a half plus 100 it's even money uh maybe get a nice long drive in the in the second half uh i don't think it's gonna happen in the first half i think it's gonna be a lot of a lot of uh um, punting a lot of conservative game call but i think that uh, the longest drive of plus 82 and a half is, um, you know, it's a little fun. See if you can get a, a, you know, especially if, Hey, maybe the opening drive, you get it uh, inside the 15 or something like that. Cause it's not a touchback. Nice, nice long drive there. I did see, I was going to mention this to you when you were talking about the touchback 
uh, for no for the opening drive, or excuse me, the opening kickoff. What about opening kickoff return for a touchdown at plus 9,000? How's that tickle your fancy? I would say no. Not even, I mean, throw throw like five bucks on it? Maybe. I I don't know. I saw block punt at, uh, once that only happened against the uh, the Bears, was that the only guy that's done uh, it? In the Super Bowl? Yeah, Devin Hester. He's probably the only one that's ever done it, right? A blocked punt or a return punt? Return. Well, he returned the opening kickoff is what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He returned the opening kickoff. Yeah, he's the only one against the Colts. Yeah. Um, the block so. punt was plus a thousand, or yeah, so ten to one. And then uh, there was one more. I just I had it. The last play of the game is a QB kneel. Yes or no? I'm gonna ride with yes. I think it was like minus one eighty. Again, juice, but I don't care. It's just here to have a good time. That's what we'll ride ride with for now. Uh, I'll probably add some before game time, but that's those are the only ones that's uh, kind of caught my eye. It was li- it's light pickings on the props. Yeah, like, I don't I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't know if with you know gambling getting a little bit more uh, uh, popular and you know way more. You would think with all the more inexperienced gamblers, they'd want to put more stuff out there, so people are just firing bullets left and right. But I guess I guess not. I w- I would agree too on that. Um... Yeah, I just I don't I don't know what it's been it's been light. Yeah, I thought they would want things all over the place out there, but uh Yeah, I don't know what's uh what's going on. Like it's it's uh, disappointing. Usually you get some halftime outfits going on, something like that. I mean, you could bet on that, but I don't see any of the all the stuff is too juiced and everything, but I'm sure uh, you remember a couple a couple years ago when we were at the fantasy football Super Bowl matchup and we had the color of the shirt of Adam Levine. Everyone's yes. on that. Yes. Well, was uh did it win or not? I, I, I can't remember. I think it was either like maroon, black, or shirtless. And I think we were all riding with black. And uh then he came out with like I think some kind of like funky design or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. I think, I think that's what it was. Um yeah, no, the <laughs> yeah, it was Adam Lambert, not Levine. But or, uh, yeah. yes. You're thinking no. of the guy. No, Adam Levine from the Maroon Five. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I thought you were thinking of the uh, guy from Workaholics. That's Adam Devine. Adam Devine. (laughs) Adam Uh, Lambert is the American Idol guy. Yeah, I know who Adam Lambert is. That's why I thought I forgot Maroon Five played. I was like Adam Levine. We're all over with Adams. All over the place. Looking Um, at, uh, I was. I just took a quick peek at. I probably should have done this prior, but. uh, Taking a quick peek at the Bengals and Rams passers this year. Um, the Rams have had four, two of them being non-quarterbacks in Hecker and Cup. And the Bengals have only had one non-quarterback pass, and that was Tyler Boyd. But uh, I thought Jamar Chase threw one, too, but I guess not. Odell uh, threw one in the playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs? Odell did. I don't know about... Uh... I bet you... And I think, you know, we talked about this before. I think they're definitely going to draw one up for him, for sure. Oh, for sure. I... I did see if someone, if a player, um, it does a non-quarterback throw a touchdown. That was only plus six hundred. Wow, that doesn't seem like good enough odds. Nah, see, this is all. all this is all what they're doing too. They're 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 juicing the odds down. Yeah, like I saw this. It's oh, this is a ridiculous. This is a ridiculous uh, bet. If someone takes this, they they I think they have some serious issues. One eight hundred gambler. Um, huh. 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, it's the... Um, where, let me let me see what it was, what the actual odds were. It was... 
The Rams, they have the Rams special teams and defensive touchdowns over one and a half. So they think two defensive touch plus 700, that should be like plus 2000. Yeah, absolutely. Like usually, plus, usually pl- just one is like plus, a th- <clears throat> excuse me, plus a thousand. Yes, but that's plus 700 for two. Like that is, I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm an idiot, but uh, no, I agree. I agree with you 100%. The, like the bet I do love, this is one that I've bet before, is how many times will the change be used for a measurement? But the over under, it's one and a half because they never bring the change out anymore. Overs plus 105, unders minus 150. I don't think they're bringing out the change twice. They never do it anymore. Yeah. Um, that's not, uh, that's not any fun. Like they don't even have how many times will they show Kelly Stafford or whatever. Usually they get that with just. Uh, Giselle yeah. or any of the they don't even have that they just have Goodell over one and a half and he'll probably be shown twice um, but yeah they don't have anything uh, they don't have anything like that I don't yeah it's uh, there is one I think I want to add now this might be you're just a total uh, this might be funny but uh, who's the who's the crew doing this game the officiating crew uh, that Shoot, I, I don't ask. know. I remember they announced it a while. Ago. Yeah. I know it's not Jerome Booger. It's not. He's no. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's R- Ronald, uh, Torbert. Okay. It's the guy that did the, Hey, Hey, Hey. Yeah. Him. Um, I was, he, he is, he on average throws 11.8. They, they average 11.8 penalties, but the problem is they're also, this is like a, this is a crew, so so it's uh, it's not like his crew. It's just like the best guys or whatever. This is his first Super Bowl. Um, but what I was going to say is take over uh, 77 and a half yards of penalties, the over-under on that, because maybe you get a pass interference for like 40, and then you're probably going to get some false starts by the Bengals, probably three, that's 15. Get a couple holding calls here and there. You get to 77 and a half pretty quick. Absolutely. So I'm looking at some of his betting trends for the regular season. Um, home teams were 44 and 62. Obviously, the Super Bowl, there usually isn't a home field advantage. And I would I would argue that there still isn't one this year either because it's, uh, you know, it's more of a corporate event nowadays. Um, so, you know, take that for what it's worth. The, the home teams were 44 and, and uh, 62. Um, the the over so the under was 55 and 52 that's for his entire career and the total right now is at 48 and a half um he he ref for one of the rams games this season week 5 26 17 against the seahawks they threw five flags for 85 yards there you go right there there we go bang there oh, it is add that, oh wait, wait, that, that that was just against the rams yeah and then threw three for 20 yards against the seahawks but I have a feeling like they could just be telling him like, oh, this is a, this is a, hey, call it tight type of situation. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll about add that over uh, over penalty yards because I'll be happy when there's flags on the field. Let's do it. Um, let's ride. I'm riding with you. Let's do it. Minus 115 over 77 and a half. Um this is also the third uh, African-American to work the Super Bowl. Mike Carey was the first in 2008 to do it. And then uh, Jerome Boger ref the Super Bowl in 2013. Who was the first guy? Mike Carey. Is he the guy that works for CBS now? 
No, he was, but he was so bad they fired him and brought in Gene uh, Steratore. Let me see. I think I know who this is. Yep, that's exactly who I know. Yep, I knew exactly. Yeah, who well, he did work for CBS, but he was horrible. Everybody was clowning him, and uh, they they kicked, they kicked him. They pretty much fired him because he was he was bad. He wasn't very good. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's who that was. Um, but the, the thing about refing, so people have obviously the refs has been an issue lately. The thing that I'm still shocked about that people don't mention or it's it's it, maybe it's being talked about more but like these these officials you know why there's there's the officiating is so bad because this is not their full-time job yeah like the the officiating in the nba is bad at at, at uh, to an extent but i i think uh the nf the nba is the hardest sport to officiate baseball those guys are full-time but that's like a strike zone blah 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 this and that like the NFL, these uh, uh, Torbert, he's an attorney. He works. He works as an attorney in the middle of the week. Like, if you want good refing, make these guys full time and pay them more money than what you're paying them right now. And if you don't, you're not gonna you're not gonna get good good referees, or the referees are gonna be poor because they gotta work other jobs and stuff like that. It's pretty much just a side hustle out there. Hey, I'm going to, wh- what are you doing this week? And, oh, you know, I, I, I got to rep the Super Bowl. That's my side gig. I, I got to rep the Super Bowl. Like, just make these guys full time. You got billions and billions and billions in the bank. You could, you could pay them more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, a glorified uh, Uber driver out here with the, uh, with referees. I mean, at hockey, I think he was a lawyer as well uh, before he retired as a, uh, uh as a as a uh referee i think i saw there was like 20 more refs that retired this year as well so you know i know a lot of them are getting into tv because they're getting a little bit more money probably a lot of bit more money and having to work a lot less and don't have the uh, the uh scrutiny to go along with it so no i agree if you're if you want uh good good officiating you're gonna have to you know front the bill a little bit and make sure you're getting the best guys out there yeah so that's why they gotta make these people uh full time if you're going to get some good refs um out there but uh, there's not even like any al michaels like normally we get some romo props going on there's none of that this year or anything like that i just keep thinking about all the props that we normally could normally take yeah and it's not out there Or like who who's uh wasn't it usually like who's the first one they show on camera or something like i saw those there they have those for the anthem okay um i've seen those um but uh, you could also bet how many planes will be in the flyover. Five or less. Five, the, it's right at five. Got to be five. It's always five. They 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 do the uh, the flying V. <laughs> I know. I know. It's five at even money. Wouldn't you think it's four? And, it would be at four and a half. Yeah. But five over five is plus money. Well, yeah, because it's only five. They do the flying V. I know. So uh, you so bug. no, I know. But you're going to be at a loss. Yeah. Because they 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 don't do more than five. Like I, I thought they would make it. Hey, because maybe you do like a helicopter. Maybe they got a helicopter thing this time or something. Yeah. They, they change it up. Um, but uh, that's uh, that's all I've got for the Super Bowl. Should be uh, exciting. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's uh, there's a lot of uh, there's some there's hype around this one. I don't know. There's always hype around it. I shouldn't say it's like least anticipated. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. The one thing I do, I do enjoy it. I find that I've laughed at is that when they do the 
NBC promo, they say the greatest spectacle in American sports. Did you have you noticed that? Have you seen that? Have you caught that? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. So they so they do the uh, they'll do like the 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 voiceover guy does his thing and he goes the greatest spectacle in American sports. And I was like, wow, I'm surprised they said that. I thought they would have just said like the greatest uh, spectacle in sports, and then people would have been mad of like, oh, the World Cup's a bigger spectacle than this or like something like that. They just said American sports to cut out the 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 internet uh, throng from going at them. Yeah. But uh, that was interesting. All right, do you have anything else before we wrap up here? I think that's it. I was just doing a little bit more research on Torbert, and uh, they the the play apparently is the under under forty eight and a half because he was eleven and five in the unders this season, and the average total was forty three point eight in the games that he officiated. So the 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 site that I was getting on my referee, uh, yeah, stats from all season long, they say the best bet on this game is to bet the under, not even bet a side, just bet the under, which I like the under in the first half, maybe. You know, but I don't want to bet the under for the game. That's no fun. Maybe we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna ride uh, the first half under, and then if you know anybody listening to this, post a TikTok of you uh, betting the under. Maybe you'll go viral too. Betting the under is no fun, but then when we bet the over, we look like clowns because Patriots uh, Patriots Rams happens, and you're like, yeah. damn, how are we getting to 53 points? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just like, oh, this is a bad. This is bad. That's that's. That's, uh, that's, so what do you want to, so what do you want to do? Do you want to bet the, uh, you want to have no fun betting the under, or you want to look like an idiot. And when you're back or you're trying to figure out how are we going to get to how many pick sixes can we get to <laughs> exactly. get, to get to, to get to 50. If I just get a pick six here and then they take back the opening or take back the kickoff after that for a touchdown. And then, you know, you, you start doing all the gamblers math that never works out, but yeah, no, you're right. That's what's so what side you really want to what side do you want to really be on? All right. That'll do it for us today. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good weekend and we'll talk to you then. Mm-hmm.